Hey, hey, friend, welcome to today's podcast episode. I am really excited about this one. I had the awesome blessing and privilege of having a conversation with Leah Bowden from Modern Miss Mason. If you are not familiar with her, you will be, I promise, by the end of this episode. It was just so sweet. I think that the two of us probably could sit there and talk for a really long time. We're both in similar seasons of life and have had similar journeys, even though we live countries apart. But along with her really sweet and amazing personality is her message and her desire to share what she has learned about the Charlotte Mason philosophy of educating our children. And then what does that look like in homeschooling here right now in the 21st century? And so we dove into that. And I'm just going to share it all with you right here right now. And you're going to love it. You're going to love her. And I just know that this is going to bless you. So let's get it started right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Welcome to Little My Little Homeschool Podcast, Leah. I am so excited that you are here. And if you could, let's start off with you sharing a bit about yourself, and then we're going to dive into your book and everything that includes when it comes to Charlotte Mason. Absolutely. Thank you, Lee, for having me. Um, it's so great to be here. So my name is Leah Bowden. I live in England, right in the middle um and um if anybody likes to know geography i'm about 2 hours north of london 2 and a half hours north of london so don't don't live in london where people often assume <laughs> that's where everyone lives um we have four children uh two boys two girls ranging from 20 down to 12 i have three left living at home and uh we have been home educating for almost as long as i've been a parent uh, married to dave we've both uh we both got a background in education youth work schools um church ministry all the things um but i've really given my life to um you know obviously being at home with my children and coming alongside them as they learn and grow and uh early on in that process well even before we officially started and we were re- researching I discovered um the Charlotte Mason philosophy so you know and I haven't looked back since um which which uh you know resulted in my recent publication of a book um so yeah I'm I'm trying to think what else I can tell you about about us but we um we've been in church ministry for many years as well so that's big been a big part of our life so uh I know often people are if they're listening and they're pastors pastors wives and homeschooling I often get messages saying help (laughs) how do you do that (laughs) so um that was a part of our life for a long time but yeah that's that's kind of us thank you thank you for the intro I know that I first found you on Instagram and 
loved everything that you were sharing. And then when I heard that you had this book called Modern Miss Mason, well, that's also the name of your Instagram and everything. And so I got the book and I was, I'm going to admit my goal was to have it done before we sat down and chatted, but I started going through it and I realized I can't read it like I would read a novel. I had it to slow down and I'm that nerd that gets a highlighter out. And I know some people are like, you can't write in any books, but I'm like, Oh no. I want to go back. (laughs) Good. (laughs) So I'm 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 all about the book being and this is why, Lee, I specifically requested of the publisher that it was not a hardback. Because I if you're a homeschool mom like us, you wanna you wanna kind of become with the book, don't you? You wanna hold it, you wanna I mean I do. I draw on them, I write annotate, I get a highlighter. And you know, if I want one on my shelf to be precious, I'll just buy two. That's okay. Good, good. I'm feeling much better about it. Because if you looked in some pages, they're like almost all highlighted. I'm like, okay, that's a little, maybe a little much, but there's so much richness in it. So I think I'm about halfway through because I can only get through maybe half a chapter at a time. I'm like, I have to mull over this and think on it and learn to incorporate it. And what does that look like in my, in my life? But some moms might be listening and maybe are new to homeschool, or maybe they've heard of Charlotte Mason, but just aren't really familiar. Can you give us a little bit of a description of, about her and her life and her work and, and everything that you have, I mean, not everything, but a brief description of things that you have learned and, and been able to apply now to educating your children? Sure. Well, Charlotte Mason was a late 19th, early 20th century British educator. And she was pretty revolutionary in her time um, when women were only just really beginning to be heard or to be listened to um, in in various professional fields. And she, she was orphaned at the age of 17. Even before her parents um, passed, she had begun kind of a, a gentle apprenticeship into teaching um, you know, so from the age of sort of 12, 13, we read from in, in, her, in the biographies about her that she it was one of the things that was kind of the easiest thing to go into. Her father was a Quaker. There was a lot of teaching in their history. And so she began this journey into teaching. And so you can imagine from the age of you know 13 through to she died at 81 she was in the teaching profession and she was either teaching children in her early years or she was training up governesses, parents, educators to, um, you know, with this approach of this living education. And and what she started to notice was that there was a divide in how children, um, what they, what was available to them and how kind of society approached children of different economic situations and demographic situations so the wealthy could continue their education they had paid governesses in the home they had more opportunities more resources more access to culture and creativity and literature whereas the children she was watching in say mining villages and cottage schools as they called them like smaller schools There was an expectation that they would do the basics, maybe read, maybe learn to write, maybe do a little bit of math and then go into the family trade, um, you know, whatever that was. And so there was a lower expectation and even a lower invitation into what they could get exposed to with regards to knowledge and education. And so she said every child should have, you know, there should be an education for all. Every child their souls can be awakened to knowledge and every single child is worthy of that. And so that is the kind of the foundation 
description of her heart and passion and how she began to speak and research and began to, to um, kind of do lectures, which then became books. And this whole story arc of her life, as she would say, was for the children's sake. And her ideas began to permeate homes and schools and school inspectors were taking notice. Um, and, you know, the really she had these 20 principles that ran throughout her programs and her teaching. But the the heart and the stuff that has mostly impacted, as you asked, our homeschool and what I talk about and teach a lot is that these two things. One, that children are born persons. They aren't, they don't come into the world as an empty bucket uh, that we just get to fill. Um, they're not a, a lump of clay that we get to sit and mold into whatever we want. And they're also, they're not a, um, they're not this figure of our unfulfilled childhood dreams. You know, you often see that, like you want them to go to this class and pursue this thing because you never got to. That's not who they are. They are as soon as they come into your arms through birth, adoption, whatever form that they come to your home and heart, that they are able to connect with the world and to be a part of society. And she said they're fully whole our role as parents and educators is to bring out who they already are by using uh, the atmosphere of the home, the regularity and kind of training of habits and just rhythm in their life, and then living books and resources. And so these things tie everything together and were so important and that that teaching comes through and is really you know all her work all her writing and has really impacted our homeschool and then the second thing the second really big thing is that um, education is the science of relations basically there's a connection and a relationship between and she was a woman of faith so she spoke about god the holy spirit being being the ultimate um, educator that the Holy Spirit then connecting with the child and the child being able to then connect with great authors and artists and musicians and people who speak into that. I mean, you know, that is like a scratching the surface, <laughs> but it's so much, isn't it, to ponder on and think about. And so it's, you know, even now after all these years of researching, writing and being a practitioner of her philosophy, Every every time I delve into her work again, I am there's a fresh revelation that I'm like, ah, oh, that's amazing. Um, but it all ties in. There's just a few things that it sits on top of, and it's really to do with how we view childhood and children, and how we see education being a part of their life. That's that's just beautiful. And I'll have to admit that when I started homeschooling, I didn't know much about different styles of homeschooling. I didn't really know anything about Charlotte Mason. And I feel very blessed that God, you know, through the Holy Spirit revealed to me that right. they aren't just empty vessels. Like you said, they're not just for me to kind of fill up and to create them into them, but they really do have very unique personalities. And once I realized and saw that it's been, it's been fun to discover the way that God has created them and the gifts and talents and abilities and right. to be able to home educate them and give them each a different experience, same, but different, you know, we do a lot together yeah. and we did a yeah. lot together, but as they get older, especially 
letting them take paths that each other were definitely not, not interested in. And it reminds me, so there is one, I mean, there's so many quotes in here that I could have like pulled out, but on, um, under the capturing attention chapter, you said as parents, we know we have something to teach our children, but it's also true that they have something to teach us Mm. paying attention to what they see is one of the best ways we can help them notice what we want them to see. And as I was just, that's one of the many things I highlighted. (laughs) It's very much a two way relationship. And I think that's what often, you know, so many homeschool parents say their education started when they started homeschooling, even if you've got degrees and masters, whatever, that there's something about coming alongside uh, a child with their view on the world. And if we, perspective is everything. So if we see ourselves as I know it all, and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what you need to know, then, you know, I know that happens. I know that's part of the traditional educational model, but I just think that's so empty. It's so lacking. It's so, but if we really view it as this two way coming alongside, learning from each other, guiding, um, it's really beautiful. And I also believe that kind of relationship uh, can guard from burnout as well. Burnout and boredom. Um, I think it can really guard us from that if you if you just get a fresh perspective about coming alongside rather than pouring into. There's definitely a difference, and I talk about it on the podcast. You know, just just the traditional home, uh, traditional schooling, as opposed to how we can homeschool and how I mean, a lot of homeschoolers kind of tend to move in to homeschooling and do it traditionally, and then their eyes start to awaken and they start to become exposed to different ways of doing things, and that the thought that there's somebody who knows like a parent that we have to know everything, and that's what you know I remember being afraid of. How am I going to teach them? whatever the subject is, I don't know anything about that. And I'm working with my ninth grader on chemistry and I'm doing it completely different than I even did the other two because he's really interested in it. And we were sitting down yesterday and I was like, wow, this is actually really fascinating. I'm learning with him and we're talking and he knows so much more than I even do. And I think there's something very valuable to children, teens, young adults, seeing that adults still can learn and we can learn from those that are younger as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we are. I mean, we that's the approach. That's a beautiful approach to life is just that I am a I am a continual learner and I want to keep my eyes and ears open to every single day to learn from the same environment that my children are in, but also to learn from my children. Yeah, so we're kind of talking, so Charlotte Mason lived a while ago, and here we are in 2023 now, and we've kind of touched a little bit on it. How do you see her wisdom, her principles? How can you see that to somebody? Can you maybe give a couple examples of how that could translate into a homeschooler's life now? And a lot of my listeners have younger children, so maybe, I mean, you can speak on any age range, but how would that look to a homeschool mom taking these ideas and practicing it out and living it out in 2023 so the the principles and the methods that charlotte mason taught are ageless really or maybe the examples and the book lists and some of some of the style um doesn't translate 
to the 21st century um and so but but as with any educational philosophy uh we can you know we look we discern for ourselves what's right for our family and that's really important a big part of my message is find your freedom within the philosophy don't just abide by everybody else's rules you know her approach to childhood if we're talking to mothers with young children was very much like get outside as much as possible you know and we've got movements like a thousand hours outdoors and there's so many wonderful spokespersons for children being outdoors as much as possible and that is exactly what charlotte said it's like they need to learn from their creator and their creation and it's just even physically emotionally spiritually mentally it's good for them so that is something that sometimes it takes a little bit of um organization from a household point of point of view sometimes it no matter you know depending on where you live sometimes it takes uh you need to buy the right kind of clothing if it's winter and you're in the north um but this idea of getting outside is ageless, isn't it? I mean, that just is is great. Um, and also just reading to our children, um, having them exposed to wonderful books, poetry, um, fables, things like that. I mean, lots of mothers naturally and instinctively read at bedtime to their children and they read wonderful stories. And I think it's for me, it's just encouraging mothers to continue that, um, to look at um the stories they're reading, maybe add in, add in a little bit of poetry. Uh, there's some beautiful children's poetry um nursery rhymes charlotte mason was a big advocate of introducing nursery rhymes music playing them classical music folk music you know whatever music is is familiar to your culture and the country that you live in you know introduce your children to the story of that music um so many of those things are beautiful in the beginnings of the early years of a Charlotte Mason education but yet they just they come through all the way just in you know they change shape as you take them through the child's years so so really you know I think if you read I mean especially through my book if you read the book and you look I take the core ideas and say this is how they look today whereas often people will depends on how you find the Charlotte Mason philosophy or who you hear talk about it. But there are some more traditional approaches to it who would use more of a uh, some of the ideas and maybe even the book list and the suggestions from uh, early 20th century. Um, you know, I've dipped in and out of that. But really, I think you have to make it your own today. You have to consider your children consider the context that you're in, consider the culture that you live in and consider the century that you live in and apply it to that. Uh, and so that's why, you know, I definitely would encourage people if they're on a journey with the Charlotte Mason philosophy and they're seeing something in there that they like, then begin to read her own books, her books. So if you've got young children, um, home education, by Charlotte Mason it's the first volume that she the first one she wrote is kind of pitched at parents with children under nine years old great one I definitely advise reading that or if you want like a whole overall view of the philosophy then volume six which is what was published after she died um is uh, philosophy of education that gives an overall view of, of what 
of what she what she said. So, yeah, I, I mean, so much of it is applicable for today. No, that's that's great. And I had forgotten slipped my mind when you said it, then every chapter and section you have specific tactical steps and yes. which because we'll read something you can read like a philosophy, a great idea. And you're like, so what does that look like? Because us moms are we're busy. We have a lot going on. We're like, okay, how am I supposed to figure that out? So you, but you give ideas, but you're not like, you have to go from this time to this time and do this. It's not specifics. It's just, here's some ideas and to, and to adopt these things. And I do love that you talked about, you know, two main things you're talking about is getting outside and reading to them. And I have two homeschool graduates and those are the things that they said they remember. And that made the biggest impact on them was the amount of time that we spent outside and the read alouds, as well as all of the resources and the books that I gave them access to and the book list that I curated. And I didn't even realize it again. I didn't know about Charlotte Mason. I first started, I didn't know the term living books, Mm. but apparently I curated. It was just something that was just, I guess, in my heart to do. And so they remember the books I read, the books that I gave them access or the books sometimes that I would say they were required to read, or I would give them to read. And they were like, didn't really want to read it. And they would start and they wouldn't put it down because they loved it so much. And I knew that it was something that they would bond with. And then, yeah, all of the, all of the hours and the days outside that they spent, you know, whether together or we were lived somewhere that I could get them outside safely and, you know, at home and in a fence and not run off into the street and that kind of stuff. But I think we think that those two things aren't as important as they are. And then at the end of the journey of homeschooling and the young adults and getting ready to launch and we realize, wow, those really made an impact and we don't have to do these huge, big fluffy and these big events and stuff. It can just be the simple stuff that they remember and connects them connects with them. Amazing. So thank you for um, being here today, but I I do want to have you let the listeners know where they can find you, because I think they're going to be really intrigued and I'm going to tell everybody they need to go run out and get the book modern miss Mason by Leah Bowden. It's on Amazon and you have, yes, get it and prepare to grab your coffee, your tea, whatever your cozy drink of choices and sit down and just, yeah, I feel like it's a, it's a feast. I feel like it's just so rich and so deep. So yeah. So tell the listeners where they can find you and get more, get more information about you and hear more. From yeah. You. So the book is available wherever you normally buy books from, hopefully, unless you, you only buy from a little tiny independent bookshop, then I'm sure you can still order it from there. But even your library, I've had a few people tell me that the audio book is now on their library audio system. And so I love that. However, you can access it then read Modern Miss Mason. And um, yeah, and if you type Modern Miss Mason into your search engine, uh, my website will come up, my Instagram. um, um, Yeah, you'll find me over there. I'm mostly on um, Instagram at the moment. I've just launched a uh, membership forum called The Collective, which is where I'm hoping to spend more time this year um and we have got all sorts going on there as well as a book club and a writer's room and workshops monthly workshops so hopefully people come and join us over there that sounds so exciting and I feel like this is a great resource again like I said a couple of times I didn't know about Charlotte Mason when I started homeschooling and I feel like this is a great way to be able to let moms know exactly what it is, what it looks like. And forgot to mention that this stuck out to me that you said that, you know, create, and I'm huge into telling moms this too, is that your homeschool is going to look different. So even if you do Charlotte Mason, it's going to look different than another homeschool mom that is following the principles and wisdom of Charlotte Mason that we need to embrace. And I say like the tagline of my podcast is embrace your homeschool lifestyle. It's an, an entire lifestyle and there's something specific. And also I 
I see now you and I were kind of talking, we're watching seasons of life changing. And so embracing the season of life that we are in as well. So I am so glad you were able to join us today and to hear from you and everybody's going to run out and go, they're going to go buy the book and they're going to go check out your website and check out on Instagram. You share a ton of information on Instagram. Thank you for that. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Thanks, no, Lee. It's amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Wasn't that amazing to just listen to Leah? And I know I'm American. So just listening to the accent just makes it even more fun, right? But all of her message, no matter what language you speak, she speaks, her message will translate to all different countries and homes and languages. And I think that there was something in there for everybody. And I really do want to encourage you to go get the book. When I received the book, it was in the fall. It happened to be like a weirdly warm day. And I sat outside on my porch, opened the book up. And I'll admit to you, I started getting teary-eyed. There were a couple tears that were running down my face as I started to read it because I was just like, yes. Someone has written some of the thoughts of my heart that I could never verbalize. She's such an incredible writer. I'm not a writer, so I firmly believe in letting people use the gifts that God has given them. And Leah has used the gift of her ability to really dive into Charlotte Mason and seeing how that can translate and then living it out and then going on and sharing with us. So I highly encourage you to go pick up her book. And I'm really excited that you now understand a bit more about the Charlotte Mason style of homeschooling and can begin to incorporate it into your home if that is what you're feeling led to do. I'm going to leave all of the links for everything for Leah in the show notes. So be sure to go check out Modern Miss Mason. And I will see you right back here on Little by Little Homeschool podcast in just a couple of days, a little later this week. Okay, friend, we'll see you then. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.